0: Welcome to the next installment of the Valero Verdict NFL Prediction Show. I am your host, Ricky Valero. I am here to talk about the NFL season. I'm so excited. This is the second episode. Last week, we dove right into the AFC East. This week, we're going to dive right into the NFC East. And folks, like I am every week, I am joined in the penthouse, as he likes to call it. I am joined by the bailiff. How are you today? How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Folks, we're counting down the days to the NFL season, and we're going to do this with our prediction show. And folks, like I said... We're going to dive right in to the NFC East. Diving into the Valero verdict, NFC East predictions coming in in fourth place are the New York Giants. Last year, they were 5-11. and 11. They weren't very good last year. In the tail end of last year, they just were just atrocious. Um, There's a lot of questions surrounding whether or not Eli Manning should return for another season. He looked pretty bad last year. They had one of the craziest off seasons in NFL history. And to be honest with you, I'm not sure that they're gonna compete for anything other than maybe a top five pick this year. Bailiff, what right now is the over under in Vegas for the uh, win total for the New York Giants this year?
1: New York Giants over and under is six wins.
0: <laughs> Folks, I'm being serious right now. I'd be willing to bet the farm. I'd be even well, willing to bet the Bayless penthouse on them not reaching that six wins this year. I think that's pretty generous myself. Yeah, I think so, too. I don't know what the mind frame of, of whenever they brought these win totals out, especially after the, after the loss of Olivia Vernon. Obviously, the big loss and the big trade of Odell Beckham Jr. And then, of course, Landon Collins is gone. And this division's division is not that easy. Folks, the, the Dallas Cowboys are going to be back again this year. They improved again this offseason. The Eagles made some additions this offseason. And the Washington Redskins made some noise as well. So I'm really not 100% certain where I can see this team making anything other than fourth place. And sitting right now, like I said, you have Odell out, Landon out. You have Golden Tate in, who just replaces him. They extended Sterling Shepard, which made no sense because they gave Golden Tate a lot of money. And they both play similar positions. They traded up to get daniel jones i I don't know why you trade your best weapon on your team in order and draft a quarterback in the first round if you're not going to try to compete eli manning is awful he should have retired they they i understand that you know he's won a couple super bowls but folks that was so long ago now it's about winning football games and if you're going to win football games Eli Manning is not the guy. They're out there in training camp right now, Bailiff, and he his first like three passes were all picked off in training camp.
1: I just can't see him making it through the season by, as a starter and, and he'll, be, he'll, get a, he'll get a job next year, but we'll talk about that at the end of the season. But. Yeah, I truly feel, feel, feel bad for Saquon Barkley. I don't think that they
0: should have drafted him last year as high as they did because running backs are honestly dime a dozen anymore in this league, but he's a, he's a fantastic talent. Um, the opening, they open the season like they do every year against the Dallas Cowboys. I honestly, do, Bailiff, I'm being serious here. I don't want you to laugh too hard. I don't have this team winning a game until roughly week seven or eight. And to be honest with you, I, I truly could not see that I have them I have them beating the Arizona Cardinals in Week Seven. They have a game against uh, Arizona Week Seven at home, which I, I do think Arizona traveling cross country. I do like Kyle Murley this year, but we'll talk more about him whenever we yeah, talk about. Then you have, you have Arizona. They have, then you have the Lions. You have the Lions, and I they, they, they I probably could beat the Lions, but folks, they're non-conference games: Chicago Bears, Green Bay Packers, um, Seattle. Uh, Tampa Bay, well, obviously Tampa Bay, but Minnesota, Miami. they're on the road against New England. The folks, the, their non-conference games are pretty hard as well. Obviously, like we talked about with their division, I have the New York Giants sitting at 3-13 and 13 right now. With the potential upside of maybe 5-11, and 11 if Eli gets the boot early and Daniel Jones comes in there and imp- and shows us something that he hasn't shown anybody since maybe, you know... High school? Maybe, not even. Apparently, he wasn't even very good there. He was a zero-star recruit coming out of college. You can't get any worse. Um, out like I said, with the Cowboys improving, the Redskins improved us offseason, the Eagles had one of the best offseasons of anybody, the Giants are doomed, 3-13 and finishing fourth place. Like I said, folks, That's bet accurate. the farm on the over-under on that six wins. Come- Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording and hosting. And distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. And ridiculously easy to use. And now... Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. And that means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if if you've always wanted to start a podcast making money to do it, go to anchor.fm/.start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm/start. I cannot wait to hear your podcast. Coming in third place on the Valero Verdict, NFC East prediction show is the Washington Redskins. Folks, the Washington Redskins finished 7-9 last year. They started off the season 5-2, which was pretty solid. And then, of course, it just trembled downhill. They lost 7 of the last 9, finishing 7-9, and nine, like I said. They had a fantastic offseason, in my opinion. They got Dwayne Haskins, who I think was one of the better quarterbacks in the draft this year without even having to trade up. They got Sweat, who, with the heart condition... Dropped, he would have been a top—I don't know—top twenty-five pick in the NFL draft. I think that's a fantastic offseason. And folks, diving in right into the over/under, bailiff. What is the over/under for the Washington Redskins coming into the season? Well, the Washington Redskins over and under is right now six and a half wins. Six and a half—that's oof. That's a hard one for me, folks, because honestly, that—that's a—that's a kind of it's a tricky one. This season, it could be really solid. They traded for Case Keenum is out as well. They brought back Adrian Peterson again for that backfield. They're going to get. Um, they're going to get Goose back for that backfield, who basically is going to be a rookie because he didn't play at all last year. Landon Collins came in, which I thought was a fantastic safety move for them. I think their defense is going to be very underrated this year. I like some of the moves that they made. Not only that, I think they, they had one of the best drafts in the NFC. Um, the Terry McLuhan uh, and Kevin Harmon, I think that's going to help the wide receiver. I don't think they have a true number one wide receiver, which could be crazy. I think this season's going to depend on whether they start Keenum right out the gate or if they start Haskins. I don't think Keenum's not that very good to be honest with you guys. I I think he's a he's a I don't know. He's just a, a holder. He's a backup quarterback. He's never been all that. The year that he did all that stuff with the... Um, low average? Yeah. He did all that stuff with the with the Vikings and then got paid by the Broncos. And then last year we saw who he, he was who he was. So then they traded him for like a seventh-round pick. So I don't think that he's all that great. Chris Thompson's in the backfield again. AP's back. Dari, um, Darius Goose. I love those guys. I think their offense could be very fun. If we can get a full season of health out of Jordan Reed, that would be a miracle. I mean... Uh, how do you think the defense looks? I think their defense is one of the best. I, I truly think that their defense is probably one of the better in the division, I and agree. I think they've got they, they're one of the better in the NFC as well. I think Gruden had it's a make or break year for him. And honestly, with that being said, with them taking Haskins as high as they did in the draft, I think they had to start Haskins right at the gate in order for in order for Gruden to keep Jay Gruden to keep his job this offseason. He's gonna have to win some games. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to be a playoff team. I truly feel like this team's gonna have to be a playoff team in order for him to keep his job. But folks, their schedule is not
1: very kind to them. They, right out the gate, it's pretty hard. Bailiff, what's their schedule to start the season? Well, to start off with, they go to the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, and then they then are at home against the Dallas Cowboys, and then they're then are at home again against the NFC North champs, the Chicago Bears. Then they're back on the road again against the New York Giants, and then a defending Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots. They're at home with.
0: Yeah, folks, that is not easy. Obviously, of course, you have the uh, you have the game against the the Giants, which is kind of a toss up there, of course. But I mean, I'm at Philly, for, I'm leaning the Redskins. At Philly, at Philly to start the season, and then at home for the of course the division the division games right out the back. Three division games right out the back, yeah. and then of course Chicago is a playoff team from last year. The Patriots, obviously, that could start the season rough shot. And, I mean, I think it's an interesting thing if you're going to throw that rookie quarterback out there and, you know, trial by fire type thing with him. I think that's the perfect case to do it against. I mean, Philadelphia's improved. Dallas has, of course, improved. Chicago's got one of the better defenses in all of the NFL. Of course, the Giants to throw up, we're tossing that in right now. Nothing's easy about this. But there, there isn't. There's nothing easy about the schedule at all. But, folks, looking at the schedule, I honestly have them going 7-9. and nine. And I'm not <sighs> – I'm not 100% sold on the fact that they're going to go 7-9. and nine. I really think this could be a playoff team. I think if the Cowboys stumble at all or if Wentz gets hurt again, they could sneak up and win this division with no questions. Or at least a but, wild card? Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, they're, they're right on there. If Haskins goes out there and proves that he's as good as he, as he was his last year in Ohio State, this team's going to win 9 or 10 games. But honestly, I got them 7-9, and nine, and I think Jay Gruden is, is going to get fired this offseason. But, folks... Seven and nine, finishing in third place. That's the Washington Redskins for the NFC East. The Valero verdict is sponsored by Fuego DFS. Folks, I'm telling you right now, if you're playing daily fantasy sports and you're not hooked up with my boy Fuego, I'm telling you, you're not making enough money yet. This guy has been on fire right now with FanDuel and DraftKings Major League Baseball lines. He provides them every single day, sometimes up to two or three lines a day. Folks, hit him up right now on Twitter, at Fuego underscore DFS. That's at F U E G O underscore DFS. Coming in the second place on the Valera verdict NFC East prediction show, the Dallas Cowboys. Last year they were ten and six. They down the stretch they were fantastic. Prescott to Cooper was one of the best connections, one of the best trades in season of all time. This year a lot of questions are going into the season. Can they repeat last year? Can they actually get over the hump and do what Dallas Cowboys fans have been saying that they were going to do every year since 1997 and actually go to the Super Bowl, let alone win the Super Bowl? What is this year's over-under for the Dallas Cowboys this year,
1: Bailiff? Uh, The over-under for the Dallas Cowboys is nine wins. (sighs)
0: That's a To be honest with you, that's a tricky one as well. I think a lot of these are very stay-away-from. And I think at the end of the season, we're going to do a lot of... Uh, we're going to bet. We'll tell you which ones we're going to bet and not going to bet. But this is going to be easy. It's going to fall on the lines of ones we're not going to. The, the, their offseason was a tad uneventful, and I'm okay with that. Because some of the best teams in the NFL don't make the most impressive moves during the offseason. New England Patriots are obviously one of those teams that always are under the radar. They upgraded at receiver. They got Randall Cobb, who was an easy massive upgrade over Cole Beasley. Um, If he stays healthy, I think he's going to be a fantastic addition. They also managed to talk Jason Witten out of the Monday Night Football booth to come back for them. Honestly, that was a win for the fans because he was terrible in the Monday Night Football booth. I'm not exactly sure what he's going to bring to the table. I doubt it will be anything, but honestly, it's an upgrade just because it's another weapon for Dak Prescott, who is in a do-or-die season this year because he's in a contract year. If he gets it before the season, or if he doesn't, that also follows up with Jason Garrett, Mr. Clapper. He is also in a do-or-die season. I honestly think, and you won't hear it here first. I think I've heard a thousand people say it, but I really think Jason Witten's going to be the. If they don't win the Super Bowl, don't go to the Super Bowl. Jason Witten, Whitbo- Jason Witten will be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys next year. That's just my honest opinion. I mean, they went seven and two down the strip with, stretch with Amari Cooper. Zeke Elliott is back, who's one of the best running backs. I really think that this offense. uh, with Cobb, Cooper, Witten, and then obviously Zeke. Prescott is a pretty solid quarterback. I'm telling you, this offense might click on all cylinders. If they can stay healthy, they're gonna be pretty positive on the offensive side of the ball. Now, there's a few things I want to criticize that they need to prove upon on, from defense last year. They did rank near the bottom in interceptions last year. I think they're going to have to make some plays on defense if they're going to want to improve upon. Last season, another key stat that Dallas Cowboys need to prove upon this year is third-down defense. They, they Teams converted 42% of their tries on third-down, which ranked 27th in the league, which is really rough for them. They're going to have to get off the field on third down, especially if they're going to think about making the NFL, uh, making the Super Bowl this year. And as far as the schedule goes, they dive right into three very winnable games against the new york giants washington redskins and miami dolphins but after that bailiff their schedule is tough weeks four through seven what is the schedule looking like
1: i mean four through seven the dallas cowboys schedule you're looking at the new orleans saints they're at the new orleans saints i mean then they're at home for the green bay packers then they're away again for the new york jets then they're at home for the philadelphia eagles
0: yeah right before they're by folks that is not those three games are not easy wins I mean, the Saints, obviously, you know, they were a play away from being in the Super Bowl. Green Bay Packers, they're facing Green Bay at home, which Aaron Rodgers owns them in that stadium. And then they're on the road. I mean, it's a pretty its a pretty nice distance to go travel to the New York Jets, who are a very much improved team. And, of course, the Philadelphia Eagles, which is a division rival. That's not a very easy schedule to go for. Let's state the obvious here. They're going to have to beat some good teams. They were 3-3 and in the regular season against playoff teams. And folks, week 12 through 16, their schedule doesn't get any easier. Bayleef, what's your schedule?
1: Well, it's pretty rough. I mean, they go to the Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots. Then they're at home against the Buffalo Bills. Then they're away again at the Chicago Bears. They're at home for the Los Angeles Rams. And then they're at the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, folks, that's four or five playoff matchups. Obviously, the
0: Buffalo Bills also improved this offseason, so this is not going to be an easy game, easy end of the season for them. I have them finishing nine and seven. I don't like their schedule, and I don't think they can overcome some early early season tough matchups. Folks, on the plus side of it, if they click on all cylinders and they finish where they started last year, I think this could be a 10-11 win team. Easily, they can make the playoffs easily win the division, but honestly, their hard their uh, their non-conference schedule is really tough, and I think it's going to hurt them. And I think this is the last season we see Jason Garrett. But folks, again, coming in at second place is the Dallas Cowboys at nine and seven. Coming in at first place. On the Valero Verdict NFC East prediction show, the Philadelphia Eagles, folks. Last year, this team was unreal down the stretch. Nick Foles put them on their back again, and we almost had another miracle run ending in him at a Super Bowl. But now he's packed his bags. He's in Jacksonville getting paid a lot of money to sit on the beach and win games for the Jaguars. With Wentz back at hopefully 100% percent half Healthy, we can see a Philadelphia Eagles team that's going to be on fire this year. Bailiff, what is their over-under right now in Vegas for the win
1: total? Well, the Philadelphia Eagles over and under is nine and a half games.
0: Yeah, folks, it's going to be a hard number to top, but honestly, this team is going to be loaded this year. I love what they did this offseason. They got Deshaun Jackson back coming in hot to add, and then they... Stole Jordan Howard from the from the uh, Chicago Bears. That's one of the, my favorite moves of the offseason. Jordan Howard, 64, 65 yards shy from a third straight 100-yard season. The yards per carry went down, but I don't think they used him right in Chicago. I think Matt Nagy's uh, offense in Chicago was not meant for him. But I think he's going to come in and he's going to take some pressure off Wentz this year. And I love the combination of him and Miles Sanders, who they just drafted this year. This offense is going to be one of the best of 2019. With Wentz back in the MVP conversation, You've got Jordan Howard, you've got Deshaun Jackson, Alson Jeffries, Zach Ertz, uh, you've got Dallas Godart. This team is going to be fantastic. And defensively, I like the moves that they made on defense as well. I think they're going to be fantastic on both sides of the ball. Now, there's a few questions that I think that they're going to uh, run into. I think they're going to have to prove upon on the uh, offensive side of the ball. Last season, they, they were a turnover prone. They had 23 last season. They were minus six overall. So they're going to have to be, protect the ball a little bit better. And, folks, their schedule. Their non-division schedule is not that good. Bailiff, who's their non-divisional schedule teams against?
1: The Philadelphia Eagles take on both the NFC North and the AFC East with a road game against the Atlanta Falcons and a home game against the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, folks, it's not. (laughs) NFC North, I mean,
0: you're talking Bears, Packers, Vikings, Lions, AFC East. You're talking about the improved Jets, a uh, Buffalo Bills team with question mark, Miami Dolphins, and eh, and of course the defending Super Bowl champions, uh, New England Patriots. And folks, I'm telling you right now, that was my phone going off in the middle of the episode that I blamed the bailiff for all the time. And of course, the folks like we were talking about the with the Falcons game and the Seahawks game. This is going to be a hard schedule, very hard schedule, bailiff. They're not gonna, they're not gonna have to, you know, easy sledding down the road. I think their defense really is going to contribute a lot to this year. I think so too, but folks. I'm telling you right now, I have the Philadelphia Eagles sitting at 12-4, and, and, and spoiler alert for my future episode, I've got them having a first-round bye and potentially home field throughout the playoffs. And folks, that was the Valera verdict NFC East prediction show. Let's go over that one more time. We had the New York Giants finishing in fourth place, the Washington Redskins in third place, the Dallas Cowboys in second place, and the Philadelphia Eagles coming in at first place on the NFC East. Folks, make sure to subscribe to the show. It's going to drop right into your mailbox each and every week as we drop all these new NFL shows. Folks, we got some more movie shows coming up. The second quarter of the NFL, uh, movie season is almost over, so the bailiff and I are going to drop our favorite movies and our least favorite movies of the second quarter of the movie season. Folks, hop on over to Twitter, give me a follow at Ricky Valero underscore, give the bailiff a follow at TVV bailiff. Head on over to the sportscript.com for all my latest articles. And, folks, thanks as always for tuning in. And until next time, the courtroom's adjourned.